John, yep. well, let's talk a little bit about my name for this episode. Okay. Okay, um, it's got a little... I did Nurgle things, and I went back to the one I, I kept for years online. You told me you didn't like it. kind of hurt my feelings. It, yeah. No, that... It just wasn't... I feel like you've become more creative. Uh, you The names that you come up with today... I came up with it on the drive. I know okay. what I am. Okay. It's, it's Warhammer thing. Uh, t- tonight, I am... Yeah. I'm what the, is in it? <laughs> the, the Crux Terminatus. See? I love that. That's okay. awesome. Hello, brethren. Today we read from the book of Red Man, from the Gospels of Ghostface Killer. And Red Man says unto them, The words you talk better be the words you walk. Body you in the bed where the nurses are. Put your vein out, watch me insert the dart till it plagues from the bricks to the Persian Gulf. Light circuits off. 33rd of my brain is off. That explains my my language off. My gun aim and cough. Y'all ain't trained to brawl. Y'all more like the training brawl. Damn. (laughs) That's brutal. That's smooth. It's smart. That's that's Red Man, one of the best ever to hold a mic. Welcome to Breakup Gaming Society. Welcome. Uh, I'm your host, Crux Terminatus, here with my stalwart. Yes, Gian, he, she, who thirsts, and where are we right now? We are, are we? Good question. We are uh, at the Hilton City Center, Denver, Colorado. That's during, right. During the time of the plague, which means we've not got... Much, not much fun going on in Denver. Uh, are you kidding? We've got this entire uh, mezzanine well, level here, of the lobby yes, to ourselves. The, Hilton, the rest of Denver, it's like shut down. Sad. Yeah. But it's, it's lit here at the Hilton. Fucking lit. Yep, it is. Uh, and uh, we're sitting here uh, pouring tequila, mm-hmm. and we're going to record a fucking episode, because that's what we do. This is Blackout uh, Breakup Gaming System. Breakup. Breakup. Breakup Gaming Society, home of America's least... BSG. We need we need a few of those on some, like... Like a soundboard. Yeah, one of the little MIDI, little half You don't remember two months ago when I said you could make the soundboard, but you didn't do it. I'll do it. I've got the MIDI now. Now I can do it. Awesome. Yeah. Um, our podcast is pretty simple. We're going to have three segments. We're going to talk about what we are drinking tonight, yes. what board game we're playing tonight, yep. and then we are going to talk with <laughs> varying levels of authority about a hip-hop track. That's the whole podcast. We're going to be in and out of your hair in, what, 21 to 30 minutes? Yeah. That's, yeah. We get, unless we start rambling and ranting, which we do. Um, it should be it should be a good one. Which is why we have our editor, Glix yes. Fagor the Impaler. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, this is Crux Terminatus. Thank you for joining us for our, our silly experiment. We'll be back momentarily with Drink of the Week. Drink of the Week. And like you heard in the bumper, we are back for Drink of the Week. I am your host, Crux Terminatus, here as always with Jean, a.k.a. He, She, Who Thirsts. Hi, everyone. And we've been joined by a special friend from yeah. Brooklyn, Ben Gurian. Welcome, my friend. Hi, everyone. Uh, hello. So, so um, this is actually a pretty basic whiskey, but you know what? What, what is it? It's Wild what, Turkey what 101. Wild? 
um, which okay. isn't expensive, is fairly high proof. But I thought, you know, while I was buying liquor at the very expensive one liquor store in downtown, <laughs> I thought that maybe we should just sip on it and, and see what we do. So tell you what, let's all just taste yes. this and we'll talk about it. Uh, gentlemen, may you fight long and well. May you fight long and well. May you fight long and well. Hmm. Oh, she's got a sting. That's good, though. I like she the mulching on the end. And it's a little smooth, but I can barely speak now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, the first time. Uh, yeah. Yep. And it's my first time that I'm drinking wild turkey. First time? And first time drinking. You said your grandpa drank he it. He usually drinks yeah. it, but he never lets me touch it. That, oh. That's awesome. I'm glad I could, wait, wait, could wait, all be wait, here ben, for that, I wanna that hear, moment. Would you paint a picture for me? Talk to me about the story about you're in the house with your grandpa, yeah. and he drinks wild turkey, but... So basically how it works is like this. Um, so when I come to my grandfather for the yes. weekends, um, basically we get all together. However, he has a tiny keller, a small, not a keller, a small, uh, like a closet where he keeps all his whiskey. Oh, yeah, a cellar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. yes, okay. Anyway, so um, usually I try to sneak out some when he doesn't see, because he's, he's not a cheap guy, but he's <laughs> keeping his whiskey whiskey very dear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there's no chance it. that a grandson who comes to visit will get a sip from it. Oh, okay, he watches it like a Yeah, lot. he watches it like a yeah, And as precious. I mentioned before, he might even sometimes pour into one of the expensive bottles a cheap... Uh, whiskey or oh, something like and that? give it for the guests instead of the actual <laughs> <laughs> make it yeah. look like wait, it's by us in Brooklyn there's a whiskey it's called uh, Old Williamsburg Old it literally Williams. sells for two ninety nine, three ninety nine. It's uh, cheap. Whoa. It's uh, and that's what he would pour into his bottle of uh, <laughs> wild turkey. I, I that's do so great, Ben. That's so great. I want to drink with your grandfather. <laughs> yeah, he sounds dope. But you will have to bring your own stuff. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, <laughs> actually, one of the reasons we're a legend at parties is that. I never walk into a party without at least two-fifths. Yeah. Um, when, when I walked into this lobby tonight, they thought I was kidding. There were two kids behind the desk when we checked in. Mm-hmm. I was like, what are you drinking? Yeah. And there's cute Latina. She goes, vodka. I came back with this clinking big bag. Yeah. And I said, a fifth of kettle one. I was like, mommy wants, mm-hmm. mommy gets. And she's like, I was kidding. They're like, I'm mm-hmm. not. It's for you. I don't drink that shit. And you just gave it to her. Of course I did. If you take care of your hotel staff. They'll take care of you. It's true. Definitely. Yes. So um, let's take another sip and talk about further impressions. Yeah. May you fight long and well. May you fight long and well. May you fight long and well. You know what? Uh, it, it, first of all, it's a, it doesn't have much bottom end. It's all, tr- it's all, it's all a piney taste and burn. Yeah. But you know what? I think there's a little, um, a little caramel at the end, just a little maple. Maybe for you, but uh, but I have to tell you, but it is a lot of burn. I have to stop <laughs> overlooking this brand. This is fucking good bourbon. It is. It is. It uh, actually is. Yep. Especially I for can the even price. use more. Yeah. You want to pour up some more? This is BSG style. Yes. There you, there you go, Ben Gurion. Yes. I finished my whole thing. Yeah. Was this was this your grandpa's favorite? Yeah, what did he drink? Or um, he had he this, had and few, there's also, right? uh, yeah, obviously, no, um, what's it called? Um, Glenlivet Company? Glenlivet. Glenlivet, yeah. Oh, that's an Irish, is that a yeah, scotch or a whiskey? Yeah, uh, like a 19-year-old uh, whiskey, and uh, yeah, it's expensive nice. stuff. Um, yeah, yeah Glenlivet is an Irish whiskey or a scotch. Okay. And, and by the way, I hate scotch. Yeah. I think it's a whiskey. It's a scotch. Um, um, they're, in my opinion, they're all really close. Well, well no. Well, well, well they're, just they're in the same. They're in the same neighborhood. No, no. But I they're know all the same drink. So, so imagine the branch yep. of a tree yep. up here. 
Whiskey. Yep. Kinds of whiskey. Bourbon. Yep. Scotch. Uh, Irish whiskey. Okay. Some uh, rye, too, right? Rye. Ooh, uh, rye is harsh. And, and then uh, the, is. There, there's also Canadian blends, like Seagram 7 or uh, Crown Royal. Learning Royal. your new stuff. Never yeah. heard of <laughs> Th- Those are all whiskeys. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But why don't you like scotch? It's disgusting. Why? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it has that... Uh, what they say is that they look for that peaty flavor. Peaty? Yeah. What does that mean? Peaty? I've never... It's one of the ingredients are in the thing. It's like peat and moss, and, and it makes this distinctive odor or whiff off it. It's disgusting to me. It's <laughs> gross. Does, I mean... I like bourbon it because... It sounds disgusting. I like, bur- I like scotch, though. I so. like bourbon because it's sweeter, it's earthier, yeah. and it has a, bit, a better kick. Plus, again, it also... Technically, if you're not brewing it in the state of Kentucky as a professional courtesy, you're not supposed to call it bourbon. It's not bourbon. Which is why they... But I will have to be honest with you, and you might get uh, upset about that. Uh, Here Um, we go. I would uh, describe bourbon over whiskey as more the serious guy, the more the... Bourbon is a kind of whiskey. Yeah, but I mean to say bourbon versus a scotch. Um, Serious drinker. More the serious drinker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even a tiny little depressing over the scotch, which I would consider a more happy type of drink. I would agree with that. Scotch is a little bit lighter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Which is weird because actually I think, in my opinion, the, the, the tasting snobbery culture around yeah. scotch is much worse than bourbon. I could see that. I could see that. And 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 yeah, you know, and actually I have Because I feel like if you're drinking like you just said, if you're drinking bourbons or rice, you just hate yourself. That's but it. if you if you like scotch, you're probably like, Oh, I love their scotch. This is the, you know, you get all uppity. It's kind of magnified on your personality and, maybe. And, yes. Anyway, this, <laughs> well put. Gentlemen, fun discussion. Yes. Anyway, um uh Next, we're going to come back momentarily, and John is going to lead us through Game of the Week. Um, I am your host, Crux Terminatus, here with John, and our surprise guest from Brooklyn. Yes. Ben Gurion. Ben Gurion. We'll be back momentarily. Thank you for listening. Game of the Week. Welcome back. This is uh, Gian, he, she, who thirsts. Yes, sir. With uh, Crux Terminatus. There we go. There we go. And 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 John, you've told me about this game. You said you've a few times. You've been playing it uh, over with Tweak and Shell. Yes. And you said it was good. Yeah, so we'll have to bleep those names. Tweak uh, and Shell. Well, tweak, that's, Tweak, yeah. Tweak, the other name. Tweak and Shell. No, that's their name. Shell, aka the Cobra. Cobra. There we Always go. Always has yeah. been. Okay, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Okay. So t- so and and today you are going to teach me to play Codex. What's yes. Codex? So this is a it's an interesting hybrid game. Uh, you have some. Monster spawning. It's a deck builder. Uh, it has. Oh, wait, wait. For, for, so, for those of our audience who uh, do not know, because actually, uh, when Death Rocket was here from Georgia, yes, I, I had him play Dominion. Okay. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Which was was the, quite, the, one of the first deck builders. No, the first. Yes. It invented the genre. Yeah. I, I mean. And I never stopped to explain what a deck builder was. So tell tell our audience what a deck building game is. Well, this is an interesting concept of one too, because. No, what it's is a called deck Codex, okay? Codex, that means a, a library of things, uh, something you can go to. To um, You look like you have an example for it. Go ahead. Well, well a, co- a Codex yep. is uh, also my favorite technology in human history. Really? Okay. The, the Codex mm-hmm. replaced the scroll. Okay. A book with spines and pages? Yes, that's yes, a Codex. Yes. Well, and that's exactly it. And you even get some of these cool... Uh, cool folders to hold it with. 
Um, but basically, as you're as you're going through the game, you're going to be codexing in. After you do all of your things on your turn, the last move you do is bringing in two cards from your codex that you want. Wait, Any- wait, wait a minute. L- l- let's stop. Yeah. In in the game of codex. Yes. What? Our players the in, the, in the universe, and what are we trying to achieve? The main goal, it's very magic, it's very conquest, it's very much like I play cards on the, on the table to punch you in the face. It's a little different than punching in the face, though, because you have a main base. So, so wait, so wait, if, if I'm following, this is a head-to-head game? Yes. Um, that uses deck building, and by yep. the way, since... Like uh, I said, it's a hybrid. And, and for our listeners, deck building... Is a concept wherein uh, a player starts with not much yes. and has to use the game's mechanics to build a custom yep. hand that runs and achieves their objective. And that's exactly it. Your codex in at the end of every turn from your huge codex. There's so many awesome cards and they just get better. But the interesting thing about this game is you've got to allocate resources in order to play these cards. You can't just throw any card in. You've got to be able to build a, a, a tech is what it's called it's you got to build some tech towers yeah. so you've got to go all the way up to tech three if you want to be able to play a tech three card and, and, and when you're saying tech three this is what i think is like tell me about the universe and the premise and story of the game what's happening the, in this world it, you could see it almost like a like we're head to head but we've got all of these minions that we're summoning onto the onto the board uh we've got these heroes that are over on the side of the board that we can summon in and we can level them up and they have powerful magic. Then you can codex in magic for those specific heroes. So it's it's this, it's like uh, almost like an RPG, like Final Fantasy, but with no a um, well, castle defense kind of okay, motif. Um, I don't, it, it's a hybrid, I'm telling you. It's a, boy, it's that a is, massive uh, hybrid. You that, that, um, I'm intrigued. I don't know mm-hmm. if our listeners can follow along. It's, so, so it's basically, heady. It's something where you're like, oh, there's a lot of fun things I can do. Yeah, you can't do them all in one game. Hopefully you can if you strategize right. And then if you play the opponent too, because the cards you're codexing in may not balance right against the opponent. Maybe you need this card with the opponent. So... Um, Here's something. So when you play a game of Codex, yeah. do you draw from a, like a sort of a vanilla stack so of got, hands? We'll each start out with 10 cards for our own. We've got uh, Fire or Fury and Finesse here. Uh, oh, so, so, green so, and, so there are green basic and red. play styles or factions. Yes, there are some factions. And then you can, you can split factions. You can play like... There, we only have the two here, but there's a multitude of... Um, right. Let's not get like, lost to that, but just, yes. just tell us you about can, what we're going to be playing. We're going to play... Just you're going to be one. playing these three characters. Finesse, I, I, Balance, and Growth. I see green. It's like Earth. You're, yes, very green, and I'm Fire. I, I've got Blood Magic. I've got uh, Anarchy and Fire. You know what? Um, I, I'm intrigued. Uh, I don't know let's to what degree it. our listeners have followed on. Oh, by the way, usually you ask me. Yeah. You never asked me tonight what a crux terminatus is. Well, what's a hexlogomagon? Oh my gosh. Uh, right, so, uh, uh, we're collectors of strange and rare words. And uh, hexlogomagon is, is definitely the collector of strange words itself. The unique word. Basically, what it means is a hexlogomagon is the Spell only. Spell it. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. It's the only word. It's 
let's say you're reading Moby Dick. There's one word in there that only appears once. That's the hexagonomgon. That's the strange, unique word that you only find once within a, a, a text. And, and, and as somebody who's been immersed in 20th century liter- literature and literary criticism for three decades, it was weird. Um, we were up in the room. Yeah. Uh, Fucking blasting hip hop and yep. drinking Espolone, Reposado. Yep. Always. And you you said that I, I I made you repeat it five times. Like yeah. the what now? Yeah. And it's a beautiful word. It's awesome. So look it up. Right. It, it's great. Um, um look at you actually you look it up so you can spell it for the people. All also, right. so um so uh Jean, yep. a crux terminatus. Yes. If you uh, uh it's another Warhammer thing. Okay. If you ever see um, a space marine in a set of Terminator armor. Yeah. Usually on the left pauldron of their suit, they will have a crux terminatus. Okay. It's a it's a, a big uh, sort of like an iron cross. Okay. With a 3D skull coming off it. Nice. And uh, they only put it on Terminator suits. Okay. And uh, the reason why they call it a crux terminatus is that supposedly that emblem contains a shred of the original armor. Hmm. That the Emperor of Mankind wore in his fatal battle with Horus during the Horus Heresy. Wow. And when he died and was and uh, turned to a skeleton on the Golden Throne mm-hmm. and became the Carrion God, yeah. um, his armor, uh, every time they made a Terminator suit, a little bit of his armor would go into the Crux Terminatus. Legend has. I like that. Anyway. Like that. Uh, Wait, let me spell Because I actually I mispronounced oh, oh, he- it. It's Hapax. The Gamagon. Let's just spell it, please. So, H-A-P-A-X space L-E-G-O-M-E-N-O-N. What a rare and wonderful bird. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I mean, I, I, mean, I kind of want to, like, just, like, take that word up to our room and just talk in its ear and kiss it slow. And what plagues me sometimes is the thought that what is the hex hapex legomagon of my life? What is the only word that I've used one time or will only use one time within my lifetime? Something I, I won't know. But the fact is, your conscious mind cannot retrieve it. I won't be able to know, no. Um, however, Look through my Twitter and find out. In either case, it's great great fun. This is Crux Terminatus here with Jean, a.k.a. he, she let's, who thirsts. Let's and, get into uh, some games. We're going to play some let's fucking Codex, and we'll see you in a bit. Hello. I'm back again. Let me look at notes. They gave me something to say to you. Many weeks pass. Hello, we're back uh, 8-12, what, almost a month later? Not quite. It's half a month. What is it, 9? It's 9-2, so half a month. I've got a couple weeks yet till. Um, this is Crux Terminatus and Jean, a.k.a. He, She, Who Thirsts, trying to unpack what the fuck exactly happened in Denver the night we recorded. There was a, there was a lot of things that happened that night. Amen. So, Jean. Yeah. Couple questions. I have to say, uh, this is an, the first time we've uh, tried to record half the segments in the middle of a really irresponsible bender. 
and come back and revisit both the game and think of later, but I have to tell you, um, what the fuck happened in Denver? Mm. I know I know that uh, we bill ourselves as the world's least responsible board game group, yeah. but that's not fun when you wake up jacked at 10 in the morning, starving yep. and dehydrated, and you're convinced that when you cross the lobby, you're going to be greeted by the GM of the hotel, a plainclothes detective, and somebody's dad. Yeah, yeah. Um, what the fuck happened? A lot of shit happened. It was stupid. A lot, like, I, most of it we can't even talk about, but it was a good night. It's true. Um, <laughs> it uh, was fun, but it definitely got away from us. Yeah. yeah. Um, yep. Yep. Uh, I, I, I don't know how to describe it in terms that will protect... I, I will say this. Well, no lives were lost. Um, the only thing that was lost was my innocence. Let's just say that. <laughs> no. Your what? My innocence. I'm. Oh, uh, oh, oh! That that just happened that weekend. Yep. That's yep. supposed to be cr- a credible story. <laughs> <laughs> so, so all our. Okay. So yeah, splitting hangover. Denver yep. uh, was it, was it the the Marriott, the Hilton. Hilton. Um, Hilton, sixteenth in California, some shit. Yeah, and I was I was convinced when I first crossed the lobby that there were because I spent a lot of time buttering up the kids who checked us in. Yeah, as noted in the earlier Dude. episode, I I bought little mama a fifth of kettle one. Yeah, just because. Yeah, and they loved us. And the, the guy the but, early two. But I remember when we were like when they switched staff, they, they were not, not feeling yeah. our shtick. No, I and, mean. We made that lobby our, our clubhouse. We did. All I remember is like um, there were several stunning women around mm-hmm. of indeterminate ages, mm-hmm. and um, all I remember is in in the tables in the me- mezzanine we had recording equipment, yes, games, liquor, yep. and you were giving tarot readings. They were requested. It seems like it's a party thing, but I'll be honest, it's not really a party thing. All of a sudden, the tarot reading can get way serious and way too intimate. And you also told me how uh, that uh, that uh, that wafer of a blonde woman from the south was trying to deflect and turn turn the uh, yeah. the questions back on you. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, yeah. I I um, pulled out some cards, and she would just continue to ask me questions. It's like she was avoiding the reading by asking me questions. She didn't want to get personal. She didn't want to get into the the details. Which, hey. If you're not ready to face yourself, uh, a reading probably is, is only of limited value. But yeah, let's no. just say I am extremely grateful that we were able to check out of that hotel. Yes. With nobody's dad killing yep. us, no detectives. No charges. And, and, and no evictions. Yeah. Because I was, I was convinced that we'd screwed the pooch. But no, no impounds. However, and, yep. um, you taught me the very uh we did play a couple turns of the game codex which yes. we sort of set up in the previous segment yes i thought it was a cool game yeah i'd like to play it again yeah let's so do tonight it. why don't we just break it out again and get cool. a fucking game in uh record that and also i knew uh, that night which was august 12th yes you had a track of the week in mind so we're gonna do yeah, that too yeah. okay, my, okay my man cool let's it, do slash it. woman yeah right may you fight long and well we're gonna be right back Make up mind. What? Uh, yes, I see. Drink of the week. Part two. Tonight for the uh, extended dance remix of this uh, <laughs> thing, uh, we have 
George Dickel Barrel Select, um, which I bought at my favorite liquor store, Downtown Fine Wines and Spirits. Okay. At Colorado and Pikes Peak. Does that sound right? Sounds right. No, Colorado and Wasatch. My bad. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I just picked it up because I've had George Dickel number 12 before. Yeah. Which is, in my opinion, a fantastic bourbon for the buy. Very nice. And uh, this, fifth, uh, this fifth was about 38 bucks. Not so, bad. And I'm like... It's a decent price, honestly. You know what? And uh, from the first sipped... Yes. Sipped. <laughs> wow. From the first sip, I loved it. Um, so, you know what? Tell you what. To what degree we can, let's toast, drink, and, and talk impressions. Yes. May you fight long and well. May you fight long and well. Okay. Mm. Here's why I love mm. this shit. One, it's balanced. I agree with that. And it has the perfect proportion of fire and mellow. Yes. Smoky and sweet. Yes. Completely. Because the first note I picked up is the smokiness. Uh, but it it's not just smoke. It's not like a campfire, you know? There's definitely this little sweet note Which, to it. Which, by the way, is why I do not enjoy scotch. I, I don't, a little too campfire-y. I don't want to. And also, uh, and why, even though I'm a tequila I, fan, I do not enjoy some mezcals. Because sometimes you pop them open, and yeah. it's like a campfire in your nose from six feet so away. So I never, I, my, my friend was talking to me, and he's like, he, he goes to this, place that it has a bunch of bourbon bunch of whiskey and rye and all this and cigars and they pair the cigars with the bourbon and i'm not a cigar guy but i can nor see am it. i um it's just interesting it'd be fun to fun to try out sometime Here, you know? here's the thing here's here's the problem i have with cigars and i don't for me it's i, I get dizzy I, I do not smoke cigarettes I, or I, anything like that well, nicotine so you a couple know, puffs in i'm like Where's the nearest uh, trash can or toilet? Well, the difference is with the you're never supposed to inhale cigar smoke. Yeah, no, it's it's puffing into the mouth. Just to roll it around and exhale. My mama smokes cigars. Okay. And she can do it without without you can. I cannot because my instinct from like a teenager with joints or smokes is like you you get smoke in in your mouth. Pull it. Yep. It's it's gonna make you sick super fast. I guess. But but in either case. George Dickel Barrel Select, I think, for the dollar, is one of the best fifths I have had in years. The only thing I would probably compare it close to um, in terms of price tag and quality is, uh, and I'm, this is saying a lot, is uh, Basil Hayden. Okay. I could see that. Which is, um, a lot, if it, it's been a while, but it's almost, Basil Hayden is almost like just popping candy in your mouth. It's oh, a lot God. lighter bodied. Yeah. It doesn't have quite as much going on as this, yeah. but it's uh, at least at Gregor's store, it's about the same price point. And I tell you from the first pull, uh, um, it's not syrupy. It's not, it's the, just, the it's dickle. so well balanced. The Dickel, yeah. Uh, the, so we are drinking George Dickel Tennessee Whiskey Barrel Select, charcoal I, mellowed and double distilled by George A. Dickel and Company I, at Cascade Hollow. Too. I right. really love... It's 86 the, proof. I love the way it looks, too. It's the kind of thing where if you're... You got a business meeting, you got somebody you're trying to impress, you know, and you, you grab your, your tumblers and you bring this out, it's just classy looking. Who's going to contest you? Oh, my God. It looks... It's high-class looking. It's yeah. not like pulling out the $10 fucking bottle where you... Or, like, or and, and here's the thing, because, you know, when, when you're at Gregor's, Gregor's has a large selection of bourbons, mm-hmm. and there is a huge influx of 
you know, probably well-made, but expensive hipster bourbons mm. where, where the label looks like an X-ray or something. Gotcha, but, but yep. I will echo what you said when I looked at that, at the shape of that bottle yeah. and the beautiful script yeah. type and, yeah. and the fact that I know, I know that I've enjoyed George Dickel number 12, yeah. which is really fine bourbon for the price. It's Very cheaper good. than this, not a soup, but, mm. um, and I just, I looked at that and I'm like, that's yeah. the kind of thing that you want when it's two in the morning and it's just you and a buddy with a single like bulb lamp overhead yes. and you're playing redneck music. Yeah. You look over and you see that. From that all the way to wearing a suit too and seeing it at a wet bar, you know, in the, in the office, you bring out the boom, like, yeah, so it's classy, I, but I, it is, it is, I get the neck beard hipster thing a little bit too. No. It's classy. It no. works. And, and that's why I picked it out. Because I'm looking at 60 bourbons, mm. you know, all in fifths, ranging from, you know, you know the, the low-grade low 23 to yeah. sometimes 83 a fifth. Yeah. And, and my eyes just gravitated to that beautiful type. And also... And the bottle shape, too. It almost looks like a, a perfume bottle or something, something like that. Like it's short and squat yeah. and sculpted. Yeah. Kind of like your mom. Yeah. Oh. Whoa. Hey, hey so... Whoa. Um, but here's one thing... Um, um, I uh, remember that when I'm beating your ass at Codex in a second. So, like that'll be hard, being that I do still don't know how to play. <laughs> However, but um, uh, I will give this um, a definitive uh, ten fusillades out of five cannonades. I'd give it three balloons out of seven stars. There you go. Uh, that was George Dickel, Tennessee whiskey. His uh, barrel select. Um, which is an unqualified winner here with BSG. Yes. We're going to be right back. Hang Let's with us. Track of the week. So uh, this is Crux Terminatus back with Jean, a.k.a. He, she, who thirsts. What's and, up, everybody? Yeah, and, um, and so this week you have track of the week. I do, yeah. I had it two weeks ago, but we never got to it. Um, but that's okay. Here we are. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and as I have experienced, you never pick trash. So what are we going to listen to this week? We're, I'm going to do a, a new artist that we haven't listened to uh, before on the podcast. It's So his name is Y-G-T-U-T, or just goes by Tut. Uh, he's out of Tennessee. Um, and this is one of the albums that uh, made him big. It, it's Pastor's Son, which... I definitely, you know, I relate to that. I'm a, I'm a PK myself, pastor's kid. Um, and, and uh, well, at least, uh, you know, I grew up, so to speak, in uh, southern Missouri where uh, the dependable rule was the wildest slut in town will always be a fucking preacher's daughter. That, yep, that, that'll yep. be your lunatic. And uh, I grew up in southern Missouri where it was all... Uh, Assembly of God, oh God, and Southern Baptists. Mm-hmm. They're fucking serious. Yeah, Baptists, especially the Southern kind. But uh, the song we're going to listen today is uh, "Fall of Goliath." Okay, it's a good one. All right, here yeah. we go. Tell a lie to these piglets, I can't deny I Been watching you niggas just like a flock of sheep for weeks A little bit peep the game, y'all running, I know how to play it No playing shit, I'm like David, the art of a fighter The rise of a king, the fall of Goliath Before you let your life pass by Don't ask how, ask why I could die tonight, 
Listen to your mothers. The riotous living go put you right inside prison. May your sins be forgiven. What I really like about is not only the lush, unconventional production. Yes. But uh, as I demonstrated, yeah. after we heard this, I made you listen to Rosa Parks by Outkast. Yeah. And it reminds me of that same, like, uh, just lush, anything goes, dirty South feel. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, and the the, the instruments and the rhyme scheme are, are very similar to that uh, that style. Why I chose it is, I, I chose it because it, it, it's so uplifting. It, it, it's such a great song for right now. I feel like a lot of people kind of going through a harder time, and I, I tend towards the darker songs and the more mm. moody songs, and this is still... Don't blame you. It's very heart. It's still very bleeding heart energy, but there's this... It, it, by the end of the song, you feel good. You know, you feel like you can take on the giants of today, and Lord knows we have a lot of giants of today. We yeah. need some of that David energy, pocket full of stones. Um, you, know, you know what? I don't think I, I could have said it any better than you just did. So I'll tell you what, um, why don't we just set up another snippet of the song okay. that you love, and we'll talk about that too. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to uh, duplicate that. I agree. Um, the, the, the orcs are crashing the castle walls yeah. everywhere you look, and, yeah. uh, and it is a beautiful track. Yeah. So uh, yep. From all sides, we've got enemies, but we can make so, it. We got it. So, uh, Jean, let's cue up another piece from this that you love. So, uh, Jean, you're going to play us one more segment off of yes. this, which, by the way, I also like. Uh, and it starts off with a really, like, almost like gunshot, yeah. double yeah. hit snare. Um, it's a little bit of a tempo switch, not not really, but a little vibe switch there. Yep. Um, and, and, and then the... the I mean, the album's called Preacher's Son. Uh, so you're going to get some biblical references, and what he does there is it's so great. It, it, it's okay. genius. All right. I really well, like it. Here we go. Let's let the work speak for itself. Niggas here stay your dough like Kareem's agents. Stocking caps on their heads with the smush faces. Young goons hit you niggas with the stale faces. A blue pill will probably put these niggas in the matrix. Tell Delilah I can smell the setup. Boy, you blinded by that pussy, better pick your head up. Preachers promise lies just to pay your tithes. Cowards cast stones and then go back and hide. I might just churn a stone looking back on it, a pocket full of stones is all I got for my foes. I think I'm like dating. John, great, great track. Thank you, yeah. I, it, it speaks to me, and I think it it may speak to a lot of people during this time. Yeah. All I know is that uh, the production is lush. Yes. And one thing I've noticed about the best of the new rap is that they incorporate all these mini movements yeah, and and the and the, the tracks will uh, the time signature will change. Yeah, yeah. The mood will change. Yeah, the narrative maybe, the maybe multiple times in a yeah. song. It, in this one, even has a little coda, just a little tiny one yeah. at the end. It, it, you know, and it reminds me also of what uh, some of the best black directors are doing right now with mm. uh, movies like Us. Okay. Which is uh, basically they're throwing away the rule book of what a movie should be. So, okay. Tell you what, I'm going to make a uh, you know. A horror movie 
slash social commentary slash suspense. Oh, and by the way, the last 30 minutes is going to be a hallucination. Fuck you, figure it out.